You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvicecoaching.com. Today's episode, we're talking about what to do if a woman is not responding to your text messages. Obviously today, pretty much all the communication that we're having is over text, obviously, unless you're in person. There's not a lot of phone calls lately, so I understand that there could be a lot of different hidden messages and meanings behind what's going on when you're communicating over text. I want to try to make this as little as complicated as possible. This is going to happen to you, by the way, no matter what. You're going to end up in this situation where you are texting a woman and she's not responding back. So when you have this situation, there are a few things that you need to make sure that you're doing. Now, here's the thing is, I want to reiterate what text messaging is really all about. Because sometimes, sometimes what's happening is you're in a text message conversation and it's two people just chit-chatting, getting to know each other, talking about their day. And a girl might not respond to that after a little bit because she fell asleep, she got busy with work, and who knows? Life gets in the way. But it doesn't necessarily mean that she's not interested. You have to just really decipher when you're going through this how important the response or non-response is. The best way to do this, like I always say, the best way to do this is to not use text messaging as a tool to have ongoing communication about anything other than you two meeting up. I'm working with a client right now. He's practically in a relationship. He hasn't decided to seal the deal yet in terms of being exclusive. He's still trying to get to know her. If he wanted to be in a relationship, he could. And at times, she can be quite passive aggressive, which is a little bit of a yellow flag. We're working through this, but she can get passive aggressive over text message. She can start talking about issues that she might have or something that she's upset about. And I tell them every single time, do not have this conversation over text message. Get her on the phone and have the conversation. And he's doing amazing. He's listening to the advice every single time he gets her on the phone to talk about the situation or they get together in person to talk about whatever it is that she's talking about. Now, she's only done this a few times. And again, he's not, this is one of the reasons why he's not sure if he wants to get into a relationship with her yet because of the fact that she brings up these issues over text. But this is the thing. This is what people do. This is how people are communicating now. And so we can sit here, we can say things over text, we can say things that are going to be misconstrued. People are having paragraph, paragraph, paragraph text messaging back and forth to each other. And it's the worst way to communicate with someone, even though it's the most popular. So my point being is it's going to be so much more beneficial for you to make sure that the communication that you're having that's substantial is happening in person or on the phone. And texting should only be about logistics and meeting up, going on dates, 
very little things there. So then you don't ever have to ask the question in the future, like, oh, what if she's not responding to my text? Like that won't matter because the more important question is going to be and always should be, is she meeting up with me? Is she interested in meeting up with me? Does she want to see me again? Not, is she responding to the text message and how long is she waiting to respond to the text message and, and is she flirting with me over text and all those little things, okay? Either way, I know you're in a situation right now where she's not responsive over text, so what do you do? How can you avoid any mistakes through this process? We're gonna be going over all of that. I'm also gonna give you a word-for-word script on exactly what to say if she doesn't respond. Okay. So we're going to go over all that. One thing that's really cool is when you're texting women, when you're having issues with women, you know, it could be hard to know exactly what to text in the moment with the women that you're dating. It could be hard to know like, oh, she texted me this. What should I say back? Should I get her on the phone? Is this a red flag, yellow flag? Is this good, bad, whatever it may be? We have coaching available when you are In the coaching program, you're going to be dating women. You're going to be approaching women. You're going to be going on dates with women from dating apps. You're going to be getting a lot of dates lined up and you're going to be texting with these women. So you're going to go through this process and you're going to see what's happening and see a lot of examples of what it's like when you're in the beginning stages of dating a woman and what happens via text. Luckily, when you're in this coaching program that I have called the Trip Advice Accelerator Coaching Program, we have a one-on-one coach that is here for you to tell you exactly what to say and what to do over text. That's one of the great benefits of working with a coach. And what's cool is you are going to be learning from example. So you're going to be seeing firsthand because your coach is going to tell you word for word what to say, how to message women, how to message women to get them to meet up with you, how to message women in any really, it's it's like, almost limitless how many variations there could be um, on what she can say and what she can do. But either way, we have formulas and patterns that we're going to teach you. So texting becomes simple, it becomes easy, and you don't have to deal with any confusion as you continue to date and meet the women you want. If you want to learn more about how coaching works, how you can get a one-on-one coach, go to tripadvicecoaching.com. We have financing available for those of you who are not extremely financially capable right now to join a coaching program. There are also options for people in Canada. I'm saying this now because I know we're getting this set up soon. If you're listening to this in real time, it might not be set up yet, but either way, we have those options for guys who are in US and Canada to get financing to be able to invest in this program. Otherwise, of course, we have lots of people who just join and don't need financing. Either way, talk to us. Book a free call. Go to tripadvicecoaching.com. Book a free call. We'll talk to you for at least an hour about your issues, what's going on with you, assess your situation, and then we can see if coaching would be a really good fit for you. So go ahead and go to tripadvicecoaching.com. That is in the show notes. All right, so let's start here. The five common mistakes to avoid. Number one, okay, by the way, before I get into it, how do I know this? How do I know these mistakes? It's not just mistakes that I've learned when I was dating, 
But these are mistakes that I have seen our coaching clients make. And then we have to fix them. I do not like to be in a situation where we have to clean up a mess. That is not, I think we can all agree, that's not the ideal situation. We don't want to be in clean up mess mode. We want to be in avoid mess in the first place mode. I I always compare that to like the friend zone. We don't want to learn how to get out of the friend zone. That's not the way to go about life. That's like trying to fix a mistake that's already happened. We just want to avoid the mistake to begin with. We want to avoid the friend zone. So same case here. We want to avoid the mistakes, not clean them up because clean up is really messy and rarely does it work. Okay, so number one, trying to start conversation like it never happened. Okay, so what does this mean? Again, we're talking about you're texting with the girl. Maybe you ask her out or maybe even you are in the middle of some sort of conversation where you've asked her a question so the ball is in her court and then she doesn't respond and it's been a day, now it's been two days, now it's been three days and now you're like, shit, okay, what am I supposed to do here? Well, first of all, the mistake was you're trying to have a lengthy conversation over text. But maybe you're in a situation where you did ask her out and that's fine. Either way, in each case, what you don't want to do is try to start conversation like it never happened. That makes you look super simpy, super beta. So imagine, and by the way, this is something that happened with one of our coaching clients recently. So that's how I was able to come up with this. But I've also seen this in the past. So imagine this. You are talking to a girl over text. You ask her, hey, let's hang soon. Let's grab a drink. When are you free? She doesn't say anything day one, day two, day three. And now you say something that has nothing to do with asking her out. Now you're like, oh, man, today was a crazy day at work or blah, 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 blah. Or, hey, how are things going with you? Or... I don't know, literally anything, anything other than the fact that you've asked her out. So that means that you're just almost acting like it never happened. And let me tell you something, it 100% happened. There is a record of it. There's a, a literal record of it happening. I mean, imagine yourself going through your text messages or your friend's text messages and reading that. You would cringe. You would cringe. And I get it. What's happening is you feel like, wait a minute, I asked her out or I said something. She didn't respond. So if I bring up the same thing again, it looks like I'm nagging her. It looks like I'm, I'm trying to, you know, desperately get her attention. And I, I agree. Doing the same thing again, we'll do that. We have a solution. We'll get to that in a bit. But it's even worse if you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess you didn't respond to that topic or asking her out. So now I'll just switch topics. Imagine scrolling through your friend's phone and seeing that. Hey, you want to hang out sometime? Three days later. Hey, so how are things going with you? Or I don't know, maybe you even say something like, hey, I've, I've noticed you haven't responded or something like that, right? All that is very bad. Don't worry, we have a solution 
I'm going to go over it soon, but I want to go over still all the rest of the mistakes here. One thing that you can do if you want to know exactly what to text message a woman in order to get her to meet up is get my seven deadly text messages. This is a free video where I teach you seven copy and paste text messages that you can use. And these are all different ways of asking her out in different types of situations. Okay. I'm bringing this up now because I know that if you're texting with a woman and you want to learn about how to actually get her out and do it the proper way, because you might be doing it in a way that's, I don't know, strange or simpy, this is going to be the solution for you. I'll put that in the show notes and description and you can get that. Again, it's hundred percent free. Okay. So this mistake, number one, you're trying to start a new conversation and pretend like it never happened. Bad idea. Number two, sort of similar, but a little bit different. Imagine she's ignored your text message from whatever you said. And then you say, and I cringe as I say this, did you see my text? I know it sounds obvious in a way that you shouldn't do something like this, but I'm saying it because I've seen it before. I've worked with clients who have said that. Or they've, they've, worked, they've said to me, hey, I'm in a bad service area. <laughs> it's possible that maybe she didn't see my text message. Maybe she didn't get it. No, guys, that is insanely rare. When you send a text message, unless it says not delivered, like, you know, if it says not delivered, it's not delivered. That's one thing. But even sometimes then it is delivered. It's really strange how it works. But if it doesn't say not delivered, and it shows up, whether it's green, whether it's blue, on text messages, she saw it or she got it. She received it, which means she probably saw it because let's be honest, we're all looking at our text messages. Absolutely. And we're all looking at text messages from people that we're dating or have dated, whether we're interested in or not. So you don't need to text her and say, did you see my text? You don't even need to worry in your head if she saw your text. You should always just assume everyone is seeing your text. Everyone. Everyone is seeing your text. Everyone's receiving your text. Your friends, your family, and especially these women. So you don't need to send that. But another important lesson here is you don't need to be thinking about it. Like, well, what if she just hasn't looked at it yet? No, she's looked at it. And here's the thing. Sometimes women will say to you over text message, like, hey, God, I, sorry, I got so busy, like haven't gotten to this yet, or I'm, I'm just seeing this. It's not true. Yes, she's just getting to it. That's why she's responding to you. No, she saw it. In that moment though, or the moment that she did see it, days previous, then she's texting you right now. It just wasn't important to her. Women will remember to text you back if they like you. Because if they like you, you're on her mind, just like she's on your mind. So even if she, and you know, it could happen where, okay, you get a bunch of text messages, but you literally are busy in the moment, so you can't respond because work is going on or whatever. But if she likes you, she will respond within 24 hours. 100% hands down. Maybe it's possible. Here's one variation. 
Maybe she's like iffy on you for a little bit and then she takes two, three days to respond, but then she finally does. It's like, what's up with that? Well, was she really busy for three days? No, she wasn't that busy for three days. Everyone can respond to their text messages before they go to bed, when they're going to the bathroom, when they're watching TV, whatever. It's just that now maybe she realizes, okay, maybe I'll give this guy a shot. Maybe I'll see what can happen with this guy. But just know that if a woman's not responding to you within 24 hours, it's not because she's busy. It's because she's not thinking of you. You are not on the top of her mind. And also understand that women, women love love. Women love dating, relationships, the emotions that come with it. It is addictive to them. It is a powerful drug. So she's not going to forget about it. She's just doesn't like you or you're low on her priority list. I know I'm really hammering this in, but it, it just needs to be said. So we do not say, did you see my text? Fair enough? All right. Next is this. Do not call her. Do not call her. You should actually never be calling a girl unless it makes sense where you guys have set up some sort of FaceTime date or you guys have been in a relationship for a while. You've been dating for a long time. I'm talking about in the very beginning of the courtship process, right? The very beginning of dating when she might not be responding to your text and you feel like, okay, she's not responding. Maybe I should call her. Again, she's not responding for a reason. Calling her is not going to be the solution. It's actually a more simpy move too because she read your text and now you're calling her. So it almost feels like, whoa, this guy is really pushing it here. This guy is being needy. This guy is really showing all of his colors here. And that's too much interest it's one thing if you maybe call her as the first wave of communication, that's not going to be simpy. It's just people aren't really calling each other these days in the very beginning. They're texting. So it's not the end of the world if you do it in the very beginning. You can. I know that some people, you know, in their uh, 50s and 60s might be, might be doing that, uh, making those first calls. But calling after you sent a text that she did not respond to is not going to help your cause at all. Okay, let's go to the next one. Repeating the same text that you just sent. Repeating the same text that you just sent. Kind of goes back to when I was saying like, oh, you know, if a guy says, what if she didn't get my text message? Let me just send it again. No, you do not need to send it again. She saw the first text message. The only, the only exception here is you can send that if it literally says, you know, did not deliver. Okay. And we both know that that's going to be a very rare circumstance. So we're not going to repeat the same text that you just sent. Fair enough. Okay. Next. This is a big one. Asking if she's mad or or if she's ignoring you. 
simp, beta, weak. Imagine what that looks like. I want to take you out of your own situation and just really imagine like you're texting with a girl and you go back and you see this, like what that looks like, like pretend like you're looking at your friend's text messages and he sends a text and he either asks her out or says whatever. She doesn't respond. And a couple days later, he says, are you mad? Are you upset? Are you ignoring me? Did you get this text? Is everything okay? Are you safe? Are you all right? Oh man, uh, just yesterday, I went back into old text messages. My phone has text messages that date, oh gosh, years and years back, years back, like over a decade ago. And I saw an old text message from someone that I was dating in the very beginning. And it was a weird friend zone situation. And that happened. She wasn't responding. And then I said, you know, hey, is everything okay? Like, are you upset? Are you mad? Did not help the cause. Made me look so much more needy. If you want the answer, I've already given you the answer. If you want to know if she's upset or if she's mad or whatever, no, it's just that you're not top priority. Biggest lesson, if I could say it all here, is if you're not top priority, then you should be with the woman who makes you top priority. Okay, so that means that as soon as you start getting an idea that she's not responding to your text and you're not top priority, maybe it's time to move on. I would even say here that you should be moving on, that you should 90 times out of 100 not send any text message after you sent the last one. Ball is in her court, and if she doesn't pass it back to you, then good luck to her. And you move on to a woman who's super interested in you. You move on to a woman who has the high level of interest that makes you top priority. And I can hear it now, but Trip, you don't understand, but this girl has this, well, this girl has this, and well, this girl's different than other doesn't matter. I don't care how different she is. I don't care how pretty she is. I don't care how sweet she is. I don't care how well the first date went or the second date or the third date. I don't care about any of that. None of that matters as much as the most important thing ever, which is she makes you a priority. She wants to see you. She has that high level of interest where she's not texting you back or ghosting you after 24 hours. And that's, I'd say, the window. We can stretch it to 36. 36 is going to be so rare, though. A woman's only going to text you back 36 hours later if she actually had some sort of like emergency or thing going on at work where there was something that was so much high priority. But we all know that that's something that's a rare circumstance. That doesn't happen all the time. So you should be getting that text message back. And if, and if she's not, you want a secret. If you want to know like how to read her mind, that's it. That's it right there. So, and by the way, I'm saying this in the sense of like priority because instead of, oh, she likes you, she doesn't like you, she sort of likes you because priority is really the number one thing because she might like you, she might like you, but 
she still has other priorities. Well, what does that mean? That's a way to know, okay, she doesn't like you enough. So instead of trying to gauge what is the exact level of interest, just know if you're not a priority, the interest isn't there. Not enough, at least, that you should be holding her to. So the idea here is if we just utilize texting to not have lots of conversation and only to meet up, then we're going to have a much easier situation in terms of deciphering what's going on. So you should really always have a date on the books so you're not looking for a response back, right? So if you always have a date on the books and the last text messaging was, hey, like, let's meet up at this time at this place, and she says yes, well, then that's that. Like, you don't have to worry. You don't have to think about texting her again. You don't have to think about, you don't have to, we avoid this situation. You don't have to be in this situation anymore, right? So then if you're in a situation where she doesn't respond back, you can either A, be done, like I just mentioned a bit ago, be done, practice abundance mentality, move on to other women who are interested, or what you might have been waiting for this whole time is you can send a word-for-word text that I can give you that just kind of forces the situation. What I mean is it forces her to give you some sort of answer. And the beauty of it is it works every single time because you're always going to get your answer. So when I give you this text message to send, she's either going to A, ghost, not respond to it. Boom, you have your answer. Or B, she will respond and then you will have your answer again. Okay. So what you're going to be doing, and I just want to be clear here, this does come off a little bit beta simpy. It does. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But the reason why I'm telling it to you is because sometimes when you send this text message, it is assertive and it does, even though it sounds simpy, it actually does the opposite. It actually says like, hey, I'm not here to waste any time. And so like, what's going on here, right? And some women will respond and be like, oh, wow, like, okay, no, this guy is taking action, taking control, let's move forward with this. Or at the very worst, it gives you some peace of mind and you can you know, practice using this text message to just kind of see. And I would say even maybe you try this a few times on your own and then you kind of get your answer because listen, at the end of the day, most of the time, even when you send this word for word text, it's going to result in the she's not interested type of response. So what is it? the word-for-word text. And you can change this. You can make little variations of this. But basically, it's, hey, let me know if you're still interested in connecting sometime. Hey, let me know if you're still interested in connecting with me sometime. Okay? When do you send this? I wouldn't send this for at least 48, maybe even 72 hours. And I would really only send this if the last text message that you sent her was one where you asked her out. It won't really make sense to send that if you guys were texting and you were talking about whatever, and then she just didn't respond to you. And then you're like, hey, are you still interested in connecting sometime? That shouldn't be the text message. 
The text message that you send after you've been texting about whatever and she doesn't respond is asking her out. Because I don't know, maybe she thought the conversation was over. Maybe she was just waiting for you to ask her out. So again, there's two situations here. One in which you guys are texting about A to Z, blah, blah, blah. Nothing about hanging out again. Nothing about going on a date. She doesn't respond. A couple days go by. Then you ask her out. Hey, let's grab a drink. Hey, let's grab dinner sometime when you're free. You'll send that. If you've asked her out and then she doesn't respond, it's 48 to 72 hours. Hey, let me know if you're still interested in connecting sometime. You see how that sentence right there is very just like, hey, if you're still interested, let me know. Otherwise, whatever. It's very brief. It's a very short sentence. It's not a big deal. And again, I'm not really forcing you or saying, look, you got to send that. That's the text message you send. It's up to you. Most of the time, it's not really going to work on your favor. But once in a while, it does. And also, I think that it's a good text message to send if you've been on at least a few dates with this person. You know, if you've been on like three to four dates and you're asking them out again and they don't respond to you, and it's been a couple of days, that's a little strange behavior. So obviously you're going to want to know like what's going on. Like we've been on a few dates. Is she interested? Is she not? It's a little bit of peace of mind. It forces her to give you an answer. And again, the beauty of it is we don't even need her to respond to give you the answer. You send a text message and your answer will be there because it's going to be either ghost, which means no response, or it's going to be yes, or it's going to be no, like, yes, let's do, go on the date. No, I'm not interested anymore. Or the fourth is going to be something vague where she doesn't really give you a certain answer. Where she's just like, oh, sorry, I've been so busy lately. And it's like, uh, what? Like, you didn't answer the question. So if it's the fourth one where she doesn't answer the question or gives you some sort of vague answer, like it's no, it's not a yes or a no, it's a no. So bottom line. So now we know that if we send that text message, we're going to have the answer and we can move on. Although I still hope that you're dating other women anyways in this process. If this is something that you're utilizing in the you know first one to six, seven, even 10 dates with a woman, you should be already dating other women because we don't want to put all of our eggs in one basket. We don't know what's going to happen with her. Instead, let's make sure that we're talking to many women. So, okay, she's not interested. You maybe don't even want to send that text message because you have other women who you're going on dates with who are making you a priority. Now I want to answer some questions from people who have written in. I do hope that this has given you some ideas in terms of mindsets of how to look at a situation like this and how to deal with the situation like this. And then you're going to have you know, the actual practical tools on how to move forward when you inevitably run into the situation where she's not texting you back. Okay. Now, these questions that are coming in are from people who have emailed. If you want to email your question in, do it. Email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question. That way I know that we can answer it here on the podcast and we can get to it.
So let's get to it. Here is Michael. Hey, Trip, I'm 30 and have great scenario I have not been part of before and I'm struggling on how to overcome it. Six months ago, I slept with a 22-year-old. We agreed she would drive a half hour to a bigger city where I was living and go out on a date. She flaked on me and then ghosted after, very uh, convenient to the topic, and ghosted after I tried to reset up another date. I found out she was seeing another guy and I never responded to not look needy. It just doesn't make sense when the sex was really good and she ghosts. I've moved to a small town, 2,000 people, so very small, and it's hard to find dates in the area unless I drive an hour to a bigger town around 100,000. She's really cool, minus the ghosting, and we are very similar. Any advice on this would be appreciated. Thanks, Michael. Um, next time, guys, ask a question. I do have advice on this, but it would be good to know, like, advice where? Where do you want the specific advice? But I will find it for you here. I love how this question is so relatable to the topic. It's uh, actually quite funny. Here's the thing. You're dealing with a 22-year-old who has most likely, um, most likely a high sexual market value. So what does that mean? That means that because she's younger, she's in her more attractive phase. That means that she has more options of men. And after 25, 26, the options of men start to decline uh, to a degree, of course. Not every single guy is trying to be with a 22 to 25-year-old, but still women who are 22 to 25 have so many options of men. So because of that, even though she slept with you, that doesn't mean that she thought the sex was good, but even so, she has lots of options. So maybe she's playing the field. Maybe she slept with another guy as well. Maybe she was dating you and another guy at the same time. You better believe that women today, just like men, are dating lots of people. So maybe she's dating another guy or a few other guys and she's just more interested in them. Maybe you thought the sex was good, but she didn't think the sex was good. So maybe it was all in your head. Maybe you even did something where you acted needy. I know that you said that you never responded to make sure you didn't look needy, but because of what you're saying here, that she's a great girl, the sex was great, like still maybe because you're saying that, that tells me there could have been something in a way that you have acted that made you look needy right? It's, it's a possibility. I'm not saying it's for sure. So you're saying it doesn't make sense when the sex was really good and she ghosts. Again, options, maybe that just wasn't the case. Uh, now, the fact that you've moved to a small town, we can talk about that. I get that there's a lot of people who are in smaller towns and it is a lot harder to find dates in those areas. Sometimes you're going to have to do exactly what you said here. You're going to have to drive to those bigger cities. I do encourage a lot of guys, especially guys who listen to this podcast, to try to move to the bigger city if dating is a priority for you. If dating and marriage or just dating and sleeping around or whatever your goals are with dating and you, they, whatever they are and they are a priority, moving to a city or closer to a city that has more people 
is obviously going to be more beneficial. Unfortunately, I don't have and nobody has any secret advice that we can give you in terms of like how to do really well in a small town. It's just that volume is so small that it works against you and you need volume. You need volume. I mean, of course, you also want to learn how to be amazing at building attraction with a woman, be amazing in the, being a, in the bedroom with the woman. You want to be good at all that, like for conversion's sake, so to speak. But still, you need to be around more people. So any advice on this? She's really cool. Minus the ghosting, we are very similar. Yeah, man, you're putting a girl on a pedestal because you had sex with her. You know, I don't know. That's what it seems like to me. You liked a girl a lot. You're in, well, it's, it's, it's double screwing you're here. You're in very, very scarce mindset because you're not dating other women, bottom line. And because you live in a smaller city, that's making it worse. So because you're in scarce mindset, you go, wow, this woman is so special. And it's a false view. You're making her more special than she is only because you don't have a lot of women around. Just the numbers game, right? If you had a hundred women hypothetically clawing at you and texting you and trying to meet up with you, you wouldn't be asking this question. Yeah, you still might liked her and you would have had a good time with her, but you'd be like, oh, whatever. I got all these other girls who are not ghosting on me, who are interested in seeing me, forget her. But you're not saying that because again, you are in scarce mode. So what you need to do is get into abundant mode and create an abundance of women to be around by making sure that you're doing enough online dating and approaching and being around people and creating a social circle where you get that volume. And then the secret is you become unstoppable. So Michael, hope that helps. That's my advice for you. And guys, next time when you write in, do me a favor, try to ask a question somewhere in there so I, I can help you better, right? I want to help you better to know like where specifically do you want advice? Like maybe you want advice on how to get over her. Did you want advice on like, should you text her? Should you not? Like, what should you do? Should you, you know, it's not specific. So I want to hear from you. Okay. All right. Next question is from John. Hey, Trip. I listen to the podcast daily. And I've learned a lot. Thanks. I got a question for you. I've been in a relationship for a couple of years. Things are good and I'm trying to keep the attraction alive. Good job, John. Where is the balancing point between me wanting sex with my girlfriend and coming across needing sex? Should I be perusing it so I am the man and she knows? I don't think you're using the word perusing right. Should I be perusing it so I am the man and she knows I want her or is that coming across needy? Should I play hard to get and let her chase slash initiate it with me? Or is that not making her feel attractive as I am not showing her I want her? Hope that makes sense and I look forward to hearing from you. Cheers, John. John, great question. Also, uh, one I don't think I've ever really answered here on the podcast. If you guys have relationship questions, hit me with them. I know that we don't talk too much about relationship stuff here on the podcast. To be honest, it is kind of very, it's all the same and kind of similar in some ways. 
So yeah, this is a great question. Don't be afraid to send those relationship type questions in. So your question is, where's the balancing point and how much? Okay, very simple answer. When you're in a relationship, and even if you're not exclusive with a woman, you should always be trying for that. When you want to do it, you should be trying for that. It doesn't come off needy. That's not really needy. In a relationship, that's not needy. Or really anytime, that's not needy. Needy is something different. Needy is like showing them all of this attention in a way where you're texting them all the time, you're you're trying to see them all the time. And, and you can be needy in a relationship because in relationships, there should be some independence still. Like you would be needy if like you wouldn't let her hang out with her friends or you were controlling or, you know, you needed to be with her every single second. Like that's needy. But the time in which you're together, like you're already together. So if you're trying to sleep with her, there's not really a neediness in there. Like that's obviously something that you guys would be doing if you're together. So if anything, you said here, you said, should I play hard again and let her chase it with me? Or is that not making her feel attractive as I'm not showing her I want her? Yeah, it could actually blow up in your face if you're not trying to sleep with her. She could be like, what's going on? Like, why doesn't he want me? Why doesn't he want me? Why doesn't he want to do that? So, and listen, here's the thing. When it comes to relationships, you're going to be doing it a lot in the very beginning. As time goes on, it's just going to slow down. It's natural that way. You obviously want to continue it and keep it going. So you're never going to hurt the relationship by trying to sleep with her when you're in the relationship. The initiation or the consistent initiation is not going to be bad. Also, you should be thinking about it this way. How often do you want to be sleeping with with your girlfriend? What's your number? That's personal to you. Everyone has a different number. Women have a certain number. You have a certain number. It all depends. So you should be asking yourself, are you getting the needs met? that you need, right? Are you getting your needs met? So it's not so much about of, oh, if I try too much, I'm going to make her unattracted to me. It's more about how often do you want to do it? And how often is she wanting to do it with you? And is that aligning? This is a great question though, because I, I can see how you might think like, oh, wow, like I'm I want to sleep with my girlfriend a lot. Is that not good? Should I let her chase? Here's the thing, when it comes to relationships, in order to, it's interesting, in order to avoid neediness, you need to have some distance, but also distance creates more desire, okay? So it is very healthy when you're in a relationship, especially a long-term relationship where it's been several years, it's very healthy for you guys to have separate time, for her to go with her friends, for you to go with your friends, or for you to, you know, do some things solo. It's good for those moments because then you guys come back together and you've missed each other and you're excited to catch up on all the things that have been happening while you guys were away. So really that separation is key to 
A, not coming across needy, but B, helping the desire sustain within the relationship. So it's good for those two things. But again, wanting to have sex every time you guys are together, no, that's not neediness. That's completely normal. And that's something that if you want to do that, you should be doing that. All right, great questions. Thank you, John. Thank you, Michael. Email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question. If you need more help with dating and you don't want to do this alone, you want a coach to help you, to help you with texting, to help you with meeting women, getting over your approach anxiety, getting more dates, getting the first and second dates to turn into third and fourth dates, we help you with all of that. Go to tripadvicecoaching.com and book a call with my team where we can chat with you and we can discuss how coaching can help you.